Welcome to the Illuminated Path podcast. I'm your co-host, Kate. And I'm your co-host, John. We are business and life partners and the founders of New Moon Holistic Life. We created this podcast for those who are feeling stuck and burned out in life, but aren't sure where to start making changes. We're here to guide you on a transformative journey towards holistic well-being and to find the balance and happiness that you seek. Join us as we explore the path to wellness one episode at a time. Welcome back to the Illuminated Path. This is episode 27. What are we talking about today? We are talking about redefining success today. That is very exciting. I think that's um, something that we have a lot to share. Um, I'm not going to ask how the week is because for us, it's literally been 10 minutes since the last episode (laughs) Um, because we're trying to get ahead because we have an announcement. Do you want to share that? Yes. So... I'm super excited to announce my very first offer, which is a 21-day breathwork and self-talk challenge. It's called Breathe Into Wellness. So this is going to start on March 8th, and it's going to be basically a challenge. We're building a community to support each other. The community is not on social media, which is fantastic because I know people don't love to log on to social media for everything. Well, that's kind of update there because we did initially start on Facebook, but it is no longer on social media and it's going to be integrated into one platform um, so that you'll be able to access it, access the videos and the communities right there. Yeah. So this is going to be a 21 day challenge where we are building a breathwork practice, a daily breathwork practice, as well as incorporating self-talk so that you can Build that consistent practice and really learn how to gain amazing benefits from doing breath work every day. And the whole point of this challenge is the videos are going to be 10 minutes or less. You'll, you know, be able to sit down and do your breath work practice for that day right along with us in the video. And then you're done for the day and you're starting to build this habit. You have the accountability of working on it with myself, with John, with whoever else is in the community. And once you really start to build that, you know, that habit, that muscle and start to see amazing results, you can then take it from there and do it on your own in your daily life. Yeah, we've talked a lot about awareness and the idea is really getting you set up for that awareness, having the tools that you need um, to to cultivate that awareness and bring it into your day. And it really is, like Kate said, I mean, it's it's designed to be a commitment of less than 10 minutes a day. Yeah. So it's a really, really amazing start if you're looking for something to do to help yourself, help yourself with stress, to help your sleep, prioritize, you know, your energy and focus in a day and doing it in a way that doesn't disrupt your already chaotic schedule. Yeah. So it starts March 8th. Today, this is coming out on March 1st. So if you missed the master class, Um, I did give a little offer that I'm going to give here as well. If you sign up by March 4th, so March 4th, Monday, is the very last day that I'm offering $10 off. The challenge is originally going to be $32 because I just turned 32. And so it's going to be $10 off at $22 because my birthday is on the 22nd. So some fun with numbers there, but... um, Save $10, sign up, $22, and just go to newmoonholisticlife.com slash challenge, and you can sign up there. Yeah. 
Looking forward to it. I think that's it. But always feel free to message me on Instagram at Kate Macri underscore if you have any questions at all. Or shoot us a message, hello at the illuminatedpathpodcast.com. Yep. And it does pair with the masterclass. So if you haven't seen the masterclass, definitely check that out. Um, there's a lot of great information there that you can carry into uh, this challenge. Yeah. So let's talk about redefining success because we get a lot of programming when we're younger. And when we grow up, we all have this very clear cut framework that we're supposed to be in in order to be quote unquote successful. Can you share about that? I'm sure I'm, you know, some people might not have this framework, but it's a very, very common one. Yeah. And it's what I grew up with. I think it's what you grew up with. And it's, you know, you finish high school, you go to college, you get a job, you get a house, you get married, you have children, and then you are in this kind of status quo life. This is the life you build and that's what you live. Yeah. You've got security. Do it this way till you die. Yeah. And it's very, you know, the norm is the 40 hour, eight to five Monday through Friday work week. Again, I know some careers differ from that, but like that is kind of the expectation of you go to college, you get a job and that's, that's what you're going to be doing. And that's, you're successful when you do that. Yeah, and the entire idea of success in this way is built around your job. What title do you have? How much money do you make? And I also feel like a lot of our societal idea of success is built around material possessions. What does your house look like? How big is your house? How many square feet? What kind of car do you drive? What's the brand? Is it a luxury brand? You know, and it's it's this... It's so like built around the job and money and what you own. Yeah, absolutely. And is your job stable? And I think you said, but like, what is your title? What is your income? Not that you share your income with everybody, but like, you know, when someone's asked how you doing, it's, oh, job's good, work's good, or oh, work's stressful. I mean, it is almost always the number one thing that people bring up when you ask them how they're doing yeah because that's how's work that is like the top of mind thing and that is what they're defined by right but i understand why you're defined by that because you spend the majority of your time there and so it's really understanding that like yes you know you have to have a job or work of some kind to make an income and Whatever that looks like for you is great, but that shouldn't be what defines success for you. Yeah. And it, it also makes me think about this idea of like status because, you know, you do buy the nicer car so that you can appear a certain way so that you can, you can look like someone who has a specific amount of money. Um, I've talked a lot about people who are very abundant and wealthy and <laughs> something that's really funny about that is like, a lot of millionaires are driving Toyotas. The people who have the really nice, lavish cars, they're, they're a lot of times putting themselves in debt or giving themselves something that they have to keep up with because it's, it's a lifestyle that they're now having to afford. Right, because it makes them feel successful. Yeah. Of course, we want to feel successful. Like That's an amazing feeling to have. 
but that feeling is coming from the thoughts you have around what success actually is. Right. And your beliefs around what success is, is it comes from your history. It comes from what you were programmed to believe. It comes from what you were taught in high school, like you're going to do this and this, and that's your future. Yeah. And all of these beliefs are the foundation for every action that you take, every thought that you take. And you're literally, your brain is wired this way. Right. So I, I want to talk about how we start to reframe success. But first, I want you to speak to the role of external validation in this, because it's a very outward facing and it's about like the image we portray. Yeah. And everyone that you, like I just said, everyone that you're talking to and the first thing they say is, how are you? Is, oh, work is this, work is that. And you want to share when you get the promotion, you want to share your new job title because it makes you sound good. And then it's, oh my gosh, that's great. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Or, and it, you know, that feels good to get that praise and be like, yeah, I put in the work and now I'm getting recognized for it. Yeah. But are you actually truly happy with it? Right. Or are you just doing it because you think that's what you have to do to feel successful? Yeah. And I, I know I keep going back to cars, but <laughs> again, you know, you could be buying that car to appear a certain way, to have a certain level of status that, you know, makes people validate you, right? So I think, you know, it's very interesting in terms of like, do you live your life for other people and for, you know, trying to portray a certain image so that people have a specific understanding of you? Yeah. I mean, I've heard of people who had all of the things, right? Yeah. The car, the house, whatever it may be. And they thought this was success. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even happy. Yeah. I would rather sell everything and live in a van. And you're going to receive judgment for that from people. I am sure of it. Right. But you're happy. Yeah. Honestly, that's one of my biggest regrets in life is I never lived in a van. <laughs> I wanted to do that for so many years. This podcast is sponsored by New Moon Apparel. New Moon Apparel is a motivational, zen, and moon-themed clothing line. Shop designs at newmoonapparel.com. But talk to us then about how we reframe success. Because if it's not these material possessions, it's not this job, it's not the external validation or um, you know, portraying some specific status, what is success? How do we actually reframe that and feel successful? Well, I think that the biggest way that I see success is how I feel. Yeah. It's about me, myself, and I. It's about my life being what I want it to be. It's about feeling fulfilled. It's about being healthy. It's about loving yourself. I mean, I don't, you don't have anything without health. Yeah. And so that is a huge part as to why I became a holistic life coach to help people create health because what is, what is a life where you don't feel good? Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the saying? Add life to your years, not years to your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, success is, it's, I just think that the way that you can reframe it is asking yourself. Yeah. What is successful to you? What feels good to you? What feels right to you? And stop looking at what everybody else tells you it's supposed to be. Right. And it, you know, we've talked about being in alignment with your soul, 
And like for you to wake up every day and be dreading going to work, but you know, you make good money and people congratulate you and praise you. Are you really happy? Right? You may be seen as successful, but do you yourself feel that way? And I think that, you know, what you said is really important. Me, myself, and I, it's my journey. And I always, I always give this example, but like when you're lying awake at night at 3 a.m., it's you. There's nobody there to be like, hey, good job. You look successful. You know, do you feel successful? Is your self-talk content with who you are? Yeah. Do you feel good about how you spend your time? And are you worried about what you think about yourself and not worried about the judgment of others? I am someone who I've talked about this before, who very much outwardly looked very successful. Yeah. I bought a house at 24 years old. I had a really good job. I had gotten promoted and it was stable. It was great income. I had my dog and like that was life. Yeah. And I was not happy. I mean, you weren't even home. Right. To enjoy the house that you bought or spend time with your dog. Yeah, it was terrible. Luckily, like my mom was able to come over and let my dog out so he could have breaks. I felt so guilty for that. I just wanted to spend more time with him. I wanted to be in the home that I bought. And I looked very successful to the traditional societal standard. Yeah. But when I really looked internally, I did not feel successful because this was not the life that I had ever dreamed of. I very specifically said, I am not going to work in a cubicle. And that is exactly what I ended up doing for years. And, you know, I had to do it for a time period and that was fine. And, you know, but I planned my life to get towards fulfillment and feeling good about the way that I'm spending my time. Yeah. And, you know, you and I both deeply believe that our success is dependent on our health because, and it's not to say, you know, if something happens, we're not successful, but I'm saying taking care of ourselves in, in the best capacity we possibly can, that is kind of the ultimate way of honoring ourselves and making sure that we have the energy and the, the physical capability to enjoy our life and to go on adventures, to go hike, to do things. Um, and I think that's such an important perspective for us personally, um, you know, because truly I do believe this without your health, you don't have anything like mm-hmm. you got to take care of yourself. And um, another thing that we have here, and I, you wrote this down, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> um, waking up in the morning, feeling excited about your day, like knowing truly that what you're doing feels good versus like dreading that morning commute and going to your job. So that was my life for a very long time. Yeah. The alarm would go off and I would, uh, Mm. and every, you know, every so often the, the minutes that I spent in bed would get longer and longer and I would push it closer and closer. I would get to work late. I stopped caring about showing up on time as someone who is extremely punctual in all areas of life it was like i just couldn't i didn't feel it like it wasn't there it wasn't fulfilling to me so i think in the conversation of redefining success kind of putting you on the spot here because we didn't put this in our outline but what are questions people can ask to determine 
if they do feel successful or if they, you know, have that understanding of success or even to understand if their definition of success was built by other people. I think one that comes to mind is, are you passionate about what you do and how you again like spend your time? You know, I think everybody, everybody's going to have some sort of job, career, way that they create income. And do you feel good about that? Yeah. Is it for you? Is it helping people? Is it for me? Like that's, that's what it is. Some people it's building something. Yeah. It's working with their hands. It's doing stuff and, and seeing the outcome and feeling amazing from it. Creating. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's that. It's creating something that can make other people feel a certain way, like music or art. Yeah. Books. Um, so that's really the first question. And then I think what what is something that, you know, you could just dive into? Mm. Like, what are the things you enjoy researching and learning about? And is that something you're taking time to do in your daily life? Yeah, we've talked about that is like, you know, if you're stressed, it it feels like it doesn't end. You're kind of dreading it or the processes are slowly dragging. Whereas when you're passionate, you can get lost in it. And, you know, I think that's something important to kind of carry into your life is what is your attitude toward the way you spend your time? And a lot of this is about career, you know, I think typically it's it's interesting, though, because success is generally associated with your career. So I think it's it's redefining, asking yourself those deep questions and kind of understanding, like, what is your attitude toward your career or the way you spend your time toward your health or just toward the word success? Yeah. Also, like, what do you do for enjoyment? Like what really lights you up? And I would love to like I've had people ask me this before at networking events instead of like, what do you do? It's like, what do you do for fun? Yeah. What do you do on the weekends? What do you enjoy doing that like you're really passionate about? And maybe success to someone is just being able to have fun, being able to have that time to have something else. Yeah. I mean, again, like there's nothing wrong with having a a standard job if you like it. Yeah. If you don't like it and you're struggling and you're like feeling like you just need to do it, I promise there are other options out there. Even if it's just another job, you you know, everybody doesn't have to open a business. But like we said, you know, you make these decisions at such a young age of how you're going to spend your life. Yeah. Kind of off topic, but what you said reminded me of something I read in the Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, investment book. And he said that 100 years ago, 80% of the population were business owners. I thought that was really interesting because if you think about it, right, like our modern school system, it it makes employees. And again, like if you're happy being an employee, that's that's totally fine. But if you're not happy, it, it may be worth understanding, like, is there kind of something in your spirit, in your soul, begging you for something else, for some kind of change. I think a lot of people think they're not built for business. And honestly, some people aren't. But the reality is, like, you're going to have to always learn. And that's the part that I think is uncomfortable, because you're 
very frequently in a growth zone. Yeah. It's growth and change. Yeah. Versus just, you know, going about your daily life as a normal way of living. But you, you're the only one who can know, like internally in your heart, like what feels good to you? What, what needs do you have in life? Your health, your relationships, you know, of course there's a level of safety, like your shelter and the food you eat and stuff. But what needs do you have to feel like you're your authentic self? Yeah. And, you know, that's something only you can define. I think a lot of times we are programmed to believe certain things, uh, think in certain ways, and like those just aren't how we feel. So you have a traditional view of success, but you don't feel successful then it, it's time for change. Yeah. You have to be willing to make changes when you recognize that you don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. And if it's a new career, a new job, you know, it may be a big change. And um, we talked about this last episode, you know, making decisions and making changes. They don't necessarily have to be permanent. So try things. You know, I think that's a really important one too. And I'm actually kicking myself now for not saying it in the last episode, but <laughs> There's this idea of when you parent, right? Like make your kid do something for a specific amount of time. Like meaning if your child wants to try soccer, tell them, okay, you can try soccer, but you need to commit to a time frame. Are you going to give it a week? Are you going to give it a month? Do it for a month. If you go to a new job and you don't like the job, give it a month and make that decision when you go. Okay, I'm going to do this for a month. And being an adult is being able to say, okay, I did, I gave it a month. I didn't like it. I want to find something else or I want to go back to what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I think that giving yourself like a criteria of how long am I going to feel this out? It can be helpful. It can be really helpful in, in figuring out if what you're doing feels right. Yeah. You might not immediately love something, but but that could be change in your subconscious and just kind of working through the programming versus if you give it enough time, okay, no, I don't like it, you know? Yeah, but you could make the change and feel like, you know, it's just, it's really uncomfortable. I don't know, but you have to remember like the why behind making that decision in the first place. Yeah. There was some sort of feeling behind that decision to make yourself feel better, to feel like you're more in alignment with yourself, to feel like you're being true to who you are in your heart, not about the way you look and are portrayed on the outside for society. Yeah, absolutely. I think that back to what I was saying earlier, even about, you know, how we make the decision of what our life is going to look like at such a young age, your brain's not even fully developed yet. Like yeah. it's literally not even developed until your late 20s. So you could love what you're doing and, and feel true success to yourself for a while. And there might be a time where that changes too, even when you're like been in it for a while and you were actually happy and enjoying it. Yeah. And then you kind of start to realize it's it's not that anymore. Like I'm feeling different differently about it now and you can make that change. Yeah, I think that's such an important 
thing to understand is like, especially when we're in school, we're in high school, college, like your brain is still developing and you're making these monumental decisions about what you want to do for the rest of your life. You need to allow yourself the room to be human to be able to change your mind later on. Again, don't continue making a mistake because you spent a long time making it. Yeah. You just saying um, like that you you might see it as a mistake yeah. if you change your mind. Mm. Yeah, not necessarily. It's not. It's not a mistake. It doesn't mean you're not successful because you've changed your mind. Yeah. I mean, we did we did our consulting and I loved it. We had phenomenal results. And we started that. I was still, you know, in my 20s. I still am, but like I'm nearing my 30s now. And (laughs) I don't see that as a mistake I made. I just see it as I, as an adult, decided I'm not as fulfilled as I used to be. And while, yes, this worked and it it got me from point A to point B, it's not what I want to do forever. Yeah. It was time to pivot and you're willing to put in the work to do that and to redefine success for yourself. Yeah. But it is a lot of work. It can be. For sure. Depending on what those changes are. But if you are truly passionate about it and truly doing something based on, I want to feel this certain way, I want to feel good, then, you know, it it can require a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Um, what is the URL? So again, a friendly reminder, the challenge is, uh, coming up March 8th, it starts. If you, uh, purchase the challenge before March 4th or on March 4th, by the by end March of 4th, day, by the March end of 4th. day on March 4th, it's $22. After that, it's $32. You can sign up for the challenge at newmoonholisticlife.com slash challenge. We hope to see you guys in there. We're going to be building a community. Really excited. And um, there's also the masterclass. So don't forget to check that out if you haven't already. That is at newmoonholisticlife.com slash breathe. This podcast is sponsored by New Moon Apparel. That is our Zen motivation and moon themed clothing line. You can shop designs at newmoonapparel.com. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you.